Welcome, welcome to our weekend cloud chariot of the sun live study of the mysteries edition. I just happened to be studying tonight. Studying ourselves. Studying. How does it go? Studying to show ourselves approved. There it is. And I happen to make a cup of tea. Nice cup of green tea. And I thought, wouldn't it be even more fun if we studied together? Uh-huh. I think so, too. Alright. It's a little casual today. A little laid back. There's just so much material, so much revelation. The glory and the presence of God is here. Hallelujah. <laughs> and we didn't want to be stingy and not share. So we release the glory of God, the presence of oh, fire. We release your fire, Holy Spirit, into these houses, into these vessels into their cars, into their workplaces, into their families. That it might be true of each one of these. Once you are hungry for righteousness, thirsty for righteousness, to eat from the table of Melchizedek in the order of righteousness, Hmm. Oh. So clean and pure and fresh and lovely, Holy Spirit. And because you value that getting tangible, but those valuable, intangibles, the presence of the Lord is holy virtues, is righteousness, that sweet aroma of the fragrance of an offering pleasing and acceptable to the Lord. Let it be true of these ones that they took notice that they had been with the Lord. They had been with Jesus. Just take a moment and breathe in that air, it's so fresh. There was death in the pot, and they added Jesus. And the death 
was no more in the pot. There was bitterness. There was death in the waters. But they put in Jesus. The prophet put in Jesus. And the death, the bitterness, the immorality came out of the waters. In obedience to the prophetic word, the prophetic commandment. If that's not the best thing you've ever felt through your spinal cord, you haven't lived. Oh my goodness. Thank you, Lord. Let him be the Lord of our spinal cord, our spinal column, our central nervous system. Blood of Jesus, his ways and all his benefits towards those who obey his commandments. And his commandments are not burdensome, and his commandments are always the prophetic commandments. He does nothing without telling his prophets first. It's wonderful. How will they know unless they are told that the good news is if you do what he commands, you will be blessed, you will be saved you who call on the name of the Lord and abide in him in his name. Well, this is a study session, so we better get to studying. I gotta tell you, the other night, I think it was last night. Was it last night? It's so hard to remember what day was which. Could have been the night before. One of these times recently, this weekend. I guess it's Monday. It's my weekend, so. <laughs> hey. It's always the weekend in heaven, amen? Amen. I was up in the flow of the Lord, writing and writing in the scribe anointing, and just, there was revelation I could hardly keep up. I was writing and studying and, uh, and copying and pasting in the, in the scriptures and in the words and the visions, and it was so intense. I realized, I was so overwhelmed, I realized in that moment that we could literally spend eternity studying any one of those things that he presented before me. And a full eternity. It was massive. It was like that spirit of prophecy that opens up into the eternal realm without beginning, without end. And it's so exciting. It's like the wonder of revelation, the excitement of pure discovery, of mystery. I don't know if you were, you know, when you were a kid, did you read books or, you know, maybe you watched TV shows? Didn't you love mysteries? Weren't they the best? Mystery books? You know, Scooby-Doo, mystery TV shows? Now some of y'all love the murder mysteries. <laughs> you know, or uh, Nancy Drew and the Hardy Boys. All the mysteries. It's exciting. It's part of our design is to love mysteries and seeking them out. It's the most thrilling 
exhilarating thing because as we uncover mysteries and revelation and sometimes secrets it tells us something about who our father is and so as we were going into this and that stream was flowing and I went till like 9 o'clock in the morning I checked the clock I couldn't believe it you know sun is up it's 9 a.m. and it was just wired through my blood it was like electricity it was intoxication I mean you know we make references oftentimes on these channels to drugs and substances like that but I'm sure it's it's far different it's far greater it's this like uh, very clean it's very clean and it just it's exhilarating when you start to peek into eternity And as we looked at all these things through the night, every character, every picture, every vision, and every word, and every aspect of God the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, even in just that one character, you could just go into eternity. Not in a mindless daze of, you know, whatever. But in mystery and mystery unveiled and revelation and a sudden realization that light bulb kind of goes on and you realize, whoa, okay. You start to put the pieces together. Oh, that's connected to this. That's why he does it like that. This is how this is. Oh my gosh, that's why we need to do this. And it's just, it's thrilling. So I just want to speak that over you. And part of the reason why we share stories on here and we speak these over you is there is an impartation and the speaking of the word of the experience. And so as that word falls down to the grass like dew, like a gentle rain, let it refresh your soul. Let it spark something new inside of you, a new encounter, a new mystery unveiled, new unveiling to you of who God the Father is, who you were made to be, meant to be, to come out of the bondage of Israel, of the wilderness, of Egyptian bondage, with the revelation that God is not like Pharaoh. He's not. To the crafty and the cunning, he shows himself cunning. To the evil, he shows himself evil. So let us be righteous and let us be holy. Let us be innocent by the grace of God, by the blood of Jesus. And forget not his benefits. We'll just kind of go through the some of these notes. And they may be a little scattered here and a little scattered there, but that's what we do. You'll notice a lot of times when you study in these realms, sometimes you'll be in the Greek flow of, you know, information, you know, point one, two, and three, conclusion. That can happen. But a lot of times it's that kind of circular thing that happens. 
You'll go into one thing, it leads to the next, another revelation comes, another thought, another uh, vision, another experience, and then it all comes together and it all circles around. And those spiral, upward spiral motion like eagles ascending as you wait upon the Lord, as you study and you show yourself approved and you wait on him to make it clear to you and you don't judge before the appointed time but you wait the Lord to make clear and bring forth his judgment taking no opinion and thought to yourself waiting on the Lord so just let it sink in and soak in he that hath an ear let him hear what the Spirit saith unto the churches. To him that overcometh, I will give to eat. Mm -hmm. I will give to eat of the hidden manna. And I will give him a white stone. And in the stone a new name written which no man knoweth saving he that receiveth it there are at least nine overcomers gifts mentioned in revelation chapter 2 and 3 alone overcomers Gifts, rewards, overcomers. Oh, yes. We might have to bring up some visual aids here. It's getting really thick. Thank you, Lord. It's like that mind-numbing glory. The renewal of the mind by the spirit, that spirit substance that's coming up. You feel that going up into the mind? It's mind-numbing, but it's a renewal of the spirit. In the mind. Amen. Amen, amen, amen. We'll keep going for now. We'll pull that up in just a minute. Nine Overcomers gifts. Revelation 2-7. Permission to eat of the tree of life. Revelation 2-10. Receive a crown of life. Revelation 2-17. Access to partake of hidden Mana, the hidden mana. The hidden mana. Not to be confused with Satan's moldy cheese. Amen. Access of the hidden mana. Revelation 2.17 Receive a white stone with a new name engraved upon it 
Revelation 2, 26, granted power over the nations. Revelation 2, 28, receive the morning star. Revelation 3, 5, be clothed in white raiment. Revelation 3.12 Become a pillar in the temple of God. Become a pillar in the temple of God with the name of God, the name of New Jerusalem, and Christ's new name engraved upon you. Revelation 3.21 Granted permission to sit with Christ in his throne. Oh. Mm-hmm. Pillar in the temple of God. Let's take a look here. Become a pillar in the temple of God with the name of God, the name of New Jerusalem, and Christ's new name engraved upon you. A white stone. With a new name on it. And if you remember here, The moon, once this menorah lamp goes all the way up from your spirit through your soul into your mind, you have the Joshua's stone of seven eyes, which is the seven spirits of God of the menorah lamp of your spirit blazing through your soul, through your mind. Flames, tongues of fire out the top of your head. Get mind renewal. And having plenty of extra oil. Extra oil. Oil for light so that you can continue to burn in the fire. Oil burns, we have to say, full of oil, the oil of intimacy. Oil of joy, oil of gladness, oil of the seven spirits of God, oil of the crushing of the olives, oil of Joshua and Zerubbabel. These two trees pouring oil continually through those pipes. Let's look up the verse, shall we? I think it was Zechariah 4. It's four, five, or six. Let's look it up. 
at Zechariah 4. Zechariah 4.12 says, Again, I asked him, What are these two olive branches beside the two gold pipes that pour out golden oil? Young's literal translation, And I answer a second time and say unto him, What? are the two branches of the olive trees that by means of the two golden pipes are emptying out of themselves the oil. And I answered the second time and I said to him, and what are these two branches of olive trees that are between two nozzles of gold which pour gold from them? pour gold. The anointing oil referred here as gold. Two branches. I am the vine, you are the branches. What are these two branches of olive trees? And I saw a tree standing on either side of the river that are between two nozzles of gold which pour gold. Golden oil, golden anointing, for your senses to become golden as it's pouring through. We want our five senses, our five gateways of the five human senses glorified in golden oil to become golden. You're experiencing heaven, the kingdom of heaven which is within you. Because if you remember, if you recall from this week, we have the seven interior castles, those getting lit up, Plus the five senses of the of your outer man, those glorified, the stars and hosts, seven spirits of God, the Holy Spirit, the glory of the Holy Spirit, the glory and the glory of the angels, stars and hosts, led by the morning star Jesus Christ. Seven interior castles glorified, seven, five senses of man, golden oil glorification of your five senses that seven and that five is the twelve as it comes up through the seven spirits blazing through the mind that's the seven eyed stone of Joshua lamb of God seven eyes seven horns hey lamb of God on the throne The mind, symbolized by the moon, becoming the full moon, no longer darkness in the phases of the moon, but fully illuminate, illuminated, eliminated of darkness. Darkness eliminated from the mind, the full moon. And the cleansing and the washing of that full moon by the washing of the blood of Jesus to make your mind holy as he is holy in the sixth castle of Jared. Blood red, full moon, washed in the blood so that your mind can be white stone, a, a white stone with a new name on it. So the seven interior castles blazing through, seven spirits of God, the menorah lamp, the rainbow highway of holiness from your spirit through your soul, 
all your interior castles and through your mind, your brain, that stone, lighting it up like a lamp so that you start to see light even in darkness until it glows so much on the inside and pierces through that eventually it'll be like Stephen with a glowing face or even Moses who is saturated in so much external glory on top of the mountain yet Moses was born with the internal glory of the sun and the moon from birth he had a lion heart he had kingship he walked in all kinds of things in his life but when the heavy heavy weighty glory presence of God came upon him it activated that which was within him of a sun and the moon that had been in him since birth so as you rise what was programmed into you since birth and those things that you've received since birth in your growth with God there's an activation when you get to certain levels on the mountain of that external glory of God that shines through all the elements that are added unto you as you rise in holiness righteousness holiness allowing the sword to circumcise your heart if your heart feels sore at the words of the prophets and the apostles take rest in that it is working let it cut there is a holy God here a holy God of Israel the God of Abraham Isaac and Jacob that in order to serve him you must act counterintuitively to your own nature so that which is pleasing to God requires you going against the very fiber of your own nature that you were born with that's a wonderful thing and I asked again the second time and said to him what are the two branches of the olive trees that are by the side of the two golden pipes that pour into and communicate with the golden oil funnels Joshua and Zerubbabel, the terrestrial sphere, the celestial sphere, the highway of holiness, menorah lamp. There you go. One of the overcomer's gifts is that you will become a pillar. pretty interesting let's see. let's see what we can find here you will become a pillar okay let's just make this really clear with some visuals 
becoming a pillar of God in the temple of God. The kingdom of heaven is within you. We've talked about the lightning pathways, the design of creation. Well, this is going to get a little crazy, but so you can understand. This is what we're dealing with here. Oh, I already knew that. Okay, okay. Don't forget while we're studying to calm down that uh, I already knew that demon. Or that I understand that demon. Because that's a demon. Want that out. This. So here's the thing. This is what pride does. And we all deal with it. But we need education on this. Glory education. Through this glory university. In the presence of God. So that his light can shine in our hearts and expose the darkness. Because when it does that and we consider God truthful and we don't call him a liar. That means that it says that he's, he's faithful to remove it from us. So it's a good thing that those things are exposed in us, because we want it gone. Amen? Amen. Me too. Mm. The thing is, pride cuts off from knowledge. Pride seeks knowledge, but it cuts off from knowledge. So the very thing that you were desiring, that you sinned for, cuts you off from the very thing that you desired. Does that make sense? Right. Okay. So we want to grow as a tree. When you're talking the menorah lamp of God, it's, those are those seven pillars of wisdom that grow you up from the earth and the sun. That's the only way into the sun. And we're looking at those three, three pillars here. That's essentially what these are, is three pillars. Jake and Boaz. Mm -hmm. There you go. Moses and Elijah, essentially. It's not that, oh, am I just a terrestrial sphere person? Am I just a celestial sphere person? No. You want the fullness of what God has operating within you so you're not off balance, right? Because if you think of Boaz and Jacob as your two legs of your priesthood, if it's all one and not the other, you know? Learn and balance. But that third pillar, wisdom. Wisdom, you need it. It's the invisible pillar of the seven spirits of God within you, because without that, if you don't have the seven spirits of God within you as your middle, middle invisible pillar, your house will crumble. Your temple will crumble. It'll only end up being sorcery. Without the seven spirits of God, without you personally knowing the seven spirits of God, 
as that middle pillar within you. Forget about Boaz and Jake and forget about Moses and Elijah. You'll just be in black and white sorcery, right? Because if this is, if we're talking Egyptian magic and the counterfeits of this, like Freemasonry, like, you know, Scottish Rite, like uh, Egyptian sorcery, like any of those different things. You have black magic on one side, Johnny's. And then white magic on the other side, Jumbrace. And then, so because they don't have the seven spirits of God within them, in the occult, what they do for their middle pillar is the red dragon, the seven abominations of the, it's in the scriptures, the sevenfold abominations of the Antichrist spirit. That's their false Holy Spirit. And their middle pillar of the red dragon is red sorcery, red magic, uh, witchcraft that is uh, personified in Balaam, son of Beor. So they need to take and hijack a gift, an irrevocable gift, and get stolen oil from the believers, which their main weapons of stealing oil is, you know, black witchcraft. White witchcraft is knowledge of good or knowledge of evil apart from the spirit of holiness. So if the believers aren't walking in that, I mean, you can forget about that. That is just not going to work. So then they can just go in. Mm-hmm. Let's see. So they can just go in and uh, steal all that oil. And Christians willingly give it away with zeal and fervor because, you know, they hate money, poverty spirit, black magic. They hate riches, they hate money, they hate, you know, supporting the head of Christ, they hate supporting Moses, they hate supporting Elijah. They hate the prophets, they hate the apostles, and they murder them, think they're justified, so. No oil for them. Or they have the knowledge of good and they're upright, technically, and very polite and kind and self-righteous, but they still murder the apostles and prophets, but feel righteous in doing so. Self-justified. Still giving away their oil or other rewards that Satan gives them for a time. Alright. That's not the situation we want. Amen. Alright. So here we understand that. Your pillars. Again, if you just are going up one side of the tree, let's say one pillar, apart from the seven spirits of God, if there's no Wait, uh, there's no middle pillar for you. You know, you can just get into black magic. You can just get into white magic. 
right? They have their, they call it the right hand path, and then they call this black magic one, they call it the left hand path. And then they call it, you know, red magic is your seven spirits abomination of Lucifer. He who was formerly known as Lucifer, false Jesus, false Messiah. And then they have domination over black and white magic. If you're going to get into red magic, usually like black and white is a prerequisite. Just like if you want to be a priest of black mass, your prerequisite is you have to become a Catholic priest. So I guess, you know, there's a lot of information out there. I guess if that's your life path, you know, do you? It's not going to work out well for you, but just so you know. If you want to become a practitioner of the Black Mass of the Church of Satan, you must first become a Catholic priest. It's a prerequisite. That's when you wonder why Catholic Church is so messed up. A lot of reasons, but anyway. So here we can look at the two different kingdoms again. Let's take a look here. So really, this evil kingdom is a manipulation of the world. Having taken dominion away from man, God gave dominion to man. Man surrendered it to Satan at the fall. Jesus Christ came in the flesh to make a way for us to get back dominion. And it says, whatever is bound on the earth shall have first been bound in heaven. And that's in reference to the second heavens. So however it is... Uh, so however it is in the celestial sphere... here. That is also how it will be in the terrestrial sphere. Whatever you bind on earth or loose on the earth will first have been bound or loosed in the heavens. So whoever takes control of the celestial sphere, they control what happens on the earth. And for them to have manipulation and control over the heavens and the earth, that's why they rely on the seven spirits of the Antichrist abomination, false Holy Spirit and their red sorcery and magic, which is blood. The life is in the blood, so they sacrifice the blood of people, of believers, animals and people, soul trafficking, human trafficking, sacrifice, abortions, clinics, wars, wars and rumors of wars, people's hearts failing them for the times that they're in. And they use that blood and stolen oil for their red magic. Okay, and those are the sons of Satan. Right, because if you go right up the middle pillar, you'll see false Jesus, that one who oftentimes disguises. I've seen him in the second heavens. When, uh, it was a couple months ago, when we were just kind of, you know, it was, it's been a crazy couple months, but... I was going beyond where we'd gone so far in the heavens. If you go back on YouTube and you want to watch me experiencing that and kind of go into that, it was the Cosmic Cloud episode on this Beezleboo Live channel. Cosmic Cloud. I literally saw the false Satan. I decided one day I was going with the Holy Spirit, I got the okay. To go behind enemy lines and we were flying 
and we were just going beyond enemy lines and just flying really high and it was awesome and it felt exhilarating and somewhat dangerous but fun and I saw him in the second heavens and he was using the likeness and the appearance of the Akian painting of Jesus it definitely wasn't Jesus it was definitely a Satan and I was like, I'm pretty sure that was like Satan, like Stan, you know? Anyway, that's interesting. But that's that Miller, middle pillar of red sorcery where they have the culmination of their knowledge and black wisdom of black and white witchcraft. Remember Balaam, the red magic sorcerer, his two sons were Johnny's and Jambres, black and white sorcery. So it's the culmination of Johnny's and Jombre's and their father, the devil. Okay. But for you, we have better things in mind. All the planets and stars aligned. And all the fallen angels and fallen stars of their black stars and their dark stars and dark hosts. To be thrown into the cosmic abyss forever. Amen. So we rise and bring judgment. Okay. Again, how do we rise? Everyone's asking me. We're starting to get the picture. You guys are starting to get the picture for how to rise into the sun. Every one of these broadcasts that I've been doing since about... I mean, pretty much everything I've been posting about online since 2020. But specifically this year, since around August, I've really been targeting how you can rise and come into righteousness. So, if you're starting to get it, your eyes are starting to open up, go back, put them on loop, listen while you sleep, listen while you sleep, count the sheep, <laughs> pray for the body of Christ to rise. Pillars, rising, seven pillars, wisdom of God. Get wisdom, get understanding. Rise. Pictures are worth a thousand words. look at this just a little bit. Third heaven, paradise, throne room. Fourth heaven. I know the fourth heavens have been heavy on your mind lately. Mine too. <laughs> Gabriel, Haniel, mana. Oh, the hidden mana. Shehakim, fourth heaven, garden of Eden, temple of the spheres, the rings of power. Oh, Lord of the Ring, insert Lord of the Rings references, jokes, and gifts, and memes. Thank you. Shehakim. The spring of life, after which the heart is designed, rivers reaching six heavens. It's the center of the seven heavens. 
food of the angels. Daniel, Gabriel. You know, it'd be fun. Let's look up. Let's look up the Hebrew meaning of this. See what I mean? It's been like 50 minutes. It literally feels like 10 minutes. When you study in the glory. The first things that come up, they want us to look at Shechem or Shekak. 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 Okay, okay, okay. Okay. Strong 7834. S H A C H A Q. Dust cloud, fine dust, or a thin cloud. Wow, and remember Hebrew, all the words. It's a double edged sword. So, since we know that it's a the thin cloud, we could think of the cloud, right? Cloud, if the particles are resemblance like clouds, invisible realm, moving into the visible realm, we're talking about quantum revelations. We live in a this planar existence of the material world, which solidifies until matter solidifies, it's in that cloud-like existence. Of, you know, whatever is seen comes forth out of that which is unseen. So when we're looking at the Shekakim, the fourth heaven that represents the spring of life after which the heart is designed that reaches the six heavens. Six also being the number of man. You can see that center of the seven heavens. Think about the center of your heart. And if we're looking at like the cloud or the thin, we could talk about the veil, the thin veil that, you know, when an angel, first thing that comes up in vision is the prince of the constellations when he reached and he pulled back this veil of space-time to show me my seven interior castles. It's a thin cloud veil. He pulled that back so I could see what was inside of me. And it was how illuminated my seven interior castles were. And when he showed me that, he said, you know, he said, cheer up, little one, you're a lot closer than you think. And I saw how they were glowing. And that was the Holy Spirit of God inside of my seven interior mansions to the extent they were at the time that he showed me that. So that's good for Revelation when you're talking about the heart. Heart of hearts of the spirit, uh, spirit crystal, and then the heart, the interior of the heart, the rooms, the mansions of the heart. Right? Because you have it in the spirit, you have it in the heart. We're talking about Shekakim. Okay, dust cloud, fine dust, thin cloud. You can also think of the removal of that dust cloud from the heart. So that you don't have the particulate matter of sin and death in the chambers of the heart. Pumping and, you know, moving all that blood around. The division between the spirit and the breath, soul and spirit, the cleansing of the blood, the cleansing of the breath, divided between bone and marrow, all of that. Also, guard your heart, the, the other thing that comes to mind here is guard your heart above all else, it's the wellspring of life. 
So if that's the design in heaven, it'll speak about the design on earth, vice versa, the design you know, that's intended on earth speaks about the invisible realities. We study the shadows to see the invisible realms. So that wellspring, that spring of life after which the heart is designed, the river is reaching six heavens. So center of the seven heavens is the fourth heaven. Right, and if you get out your fingers and your toes if you need them. Like you see, the one, two, three, four. If on the fourth one, you would have three on either side. So it's right in the center. But it's only reaching to the sixth heavens. The seventh heaven is a little different. Okay. Well, that's fun. Alright, moving on. Oh, man. Of this one. Now let's do yet yeah, this one. Oh yeah. Well first let's take a look here. Alright. Here we have again this is the pattern. It's not just necessarily talking about planets and space. This is the pattern of creation. So this one over the crown representing the mind of Christ. We have this one representing the mind of the spirit, which could be glorified or could be utter blackness, right? The ultimate, like the middle path here of red magic sorcery, the ultimate is if you can get your mind of your spirit, do as thou wilt and do your own will, or you do the, which is, you think you're doing your own will, but you're actually doing the will of Satan because Satan's nature is in you by default since birth. So unless you learn to surrender your own will for God's will, you think you're doing your will, but you're actually doing Satan's will, and you're deceived. I know, I know. Okay. Mind of the spirit. So that's their ultimate, is basically to have the mind of the spirit without having the mind of Christ. Theirs is like the mind of Satan. So that's kind of their ultimate route, is getting all of these in the culmination of knowledge apart from the spirit of God. Knowing good and evil and being like God, that's what they want, you know. Is messed up. Mind of the soul. And uh, yeah, you have a mind of the soul, right? There's the the four minds. Remember our series on the, the uh, fine line between soul and spirit? You have the body, the earthen vessel. You have... This is the body, this is the earthen vessel. You have the four minds. You have the mind of the body, the mind of the soul, the mind of the spirit, and then the mind of Christ, which is that rainbow. Let's find a rainbow. And it's a double rainbow. <laughs> Insert tears and crying, gifts, memes, and songs. Amen.
attend to my tacos. <laughs> Gonna have some planning some dinners tonight. It'd be so good. Alright. Double rainbow glory. You guys see the rainbow halo on the sun? Oh my gosh, triple rainbow. Okay, so you've seen the rainbow halo of the moon? And you've seen a rainbow halo around the sun. And obviously, anyone who's read parts of the Bible at least knows there's that rainbow around the throne of the Father. So what we're talking about is third heavens, second heavens, all kinds of levels on the earth, over the earth, kind of glory. Rainbow bridges across the abyss right chasms abyss the veils there are veils there are veils through different realms there's two veils the two interior veils and the two external veils that one's not for today we'll get into another time but just so you know here we have what does a double rainbow represent or the ultra rare triple rainbow That'll just give you kind of a picture, and then you can pursue mysteries. And that's really fun. Okay. Okay, okay, okay. And it looks really pretty for our picture, so that's good. Alright, let's look at the other one we were looking at. Fourth Heavens, Shekakim, Shekak, Shekak. Seven, eight, three, four. I'm just looking at it like, it's been an hour, we haven't even, like, hardly touched, like, one of my notes, hardly. It's just, like, that's why I want to do a weekend study a little bit here with you guys, just to kind of refresh and release the glory. Because this week is going to go by so fast. And, uh, you know, there are opportunities for us to hear the word of God. Okay, so from as a powder as beaten small, and you think about the rock of ages and grinding to dust, grinding to powder. A thin vapor. Yeah, the vapor of the power of God, wisdom, remember? The, she is the vapor of the power of God. By extension, the firmament, cloud, small dust, heaven, or sky. So it could be a heaven, the heavens, the sky, the clouds cloud, the dust, or the vapor of God, the vapor of the power of God, which is wisdom, to rise through all of the heavens, cloud to cloud, through the skies, through the firmament. Who can spread out the firmament? How does that one go? Who can stretch out the sky? Let's find it. Alright. He stretches out the heavens like a canopy and spreads them out like a tent to live in. And then, okay, Job 37, 18. Can you join him in spreading out the skies hard as a mirror of cast bronze? He makes the skies reflect the heat like a bronze mirror. Can you do that? Can you, like him, spread out the skies or reflect the heat of like a mirror of bronze? Strong as a cast molten mirror. 
or Zechariah 12.1, this is the burden of the word of the Lord concerning Israel. Thus declares the Lord, who stretches out the heavens and lays the foundation of the earth? Who forms the spirit of man within him? Have you with him spread out the sky, which is strong, and as a molten looking glass? Looking glass. Peering through the portal. You remember that one? Let's look that one up. Song of Songs 2.9 in the Passion Translation Let me describe him, he is graceful as a gazelle, swift as a wild stag, now he comes closer, even to the places where I hide. He gazes into my soul, peering through the portal as he blossoms within my heart. He blossoms within my heart. Okay. You know what that is right there at the top? Can you see that? Beyond the lightning? It might be too bright for you to see. Maybe you can see what it is. It's a flower, it's a rose. It's a white rose. Okay. Hints. We need them. Who covers thyself with light as with a garment who stretches out the heavens like a curtain? Like a curtain? Is it a mirror or is it a curtain? Is it a looking glass or a hiding looking glass? It's both. There are veils that can only be crossed by that rainbow bridge. And what is said of the abyss or the chasm that cannot be crossed by anything except lightning? There are certain realms and, and gaps in those places that can only cross through, cross over, and it's lightning. What do you have to be to be in these realms? Like a star? Like hosts and their stars? What proceeds out of the stars? Some of these realms, it is known that only lightning can cross over. Only lightning can. We think lightning, seraphim. What kind of angel in nature must you have to cross over? Transfigured in your inner man. Where does the lightning come from? In the book of Enoch, it's written that it's the revolutions of the luminaries that produce lightning and from forth go lightning. It's also written that some of those stars arise and become like lightnings and they cannot part with their new form. It's a permanent change. It's an upgrade. Amen. Young's literal translation is interesting here. Thou hast made an expanse with him for the cloud strong as a hard mirror. And then just like I told you last time on Bible Hub, if you go down to the bottom, click on additional translations on the bottom left. I always like to click on that and just check it out, see if there's anything interesting. Or like those ones where it barely is English because it was translated in like the 1500s. Hast thou helped him to spread out the heron? 
which is look vipo as it were cast of clear metal. Right. The Brenton Septuagint translation. Wilt thou establish him foundations for the ancient heavens? They are as strong as a molten mirror. Amen. That's the restoring of the ancient paths in the heavens. Sometimes you gotta go in the Brenton Septuagint translation. Young's little tra literal translation. Just go on to Bible Hub. Look on the side. Look, Scroll down. Check out the other translations. There's a lot of good stuff in there. All right. Yep. Well, there's about a 50 billion more things I wanted to talk about tonight. We only have an unlimited amount of eternities as long as you rise in Christ and are faithful and loyal to him. You can literally do this forever. I mean, it's like... So crazy. I have... about, like... Man. Like, sick. about like 50 more pages that was just like not all of the first page plus what we wanted to talk about and there's about 50 more pages <laughs> and that's only what I could fathom to write down it's just it was too much it's amazing we're gonna have a good time it's really good it's really a lot more simpler a lot more simpler, a lot more simple than we think. It's getting a lot more simple. This thing is changing. You might be experiencing some discomfort and some of that warfare, but this thing getting renewed, that mind renewal, is going to become a clear mental ray of the rainbow, seven spirits of God, and that's going to bring a lot of power, authority, and dominion to the natural realm. Because there are still yet red sorceries that remain uncontested in the heavens and on the earth. And where we are at right now... Where we are at right now, dealing with all the Mars stuff. If you're noticing that dust cloud, look again, we're talking about the fourth heavens dust cloud stuff. Like the, this is like the false version of it. The fallen thing. Um, but we're dealing with things on the inside on the, and on the outside. I noticed they have kind of like that space poison cloud needly things. And uh, we happened to lose our vessel that was supposed to be in, you know, eventually rise and take charge of these planet, this planetary power. So, you know, the enemy just works over time trying to pick our people off. So just abide in Christ, whatever you do these seasons. Just abide. Abide in the apostleship. You can do it. Decide and choose with your will to go against your own human nature to stand with Moses and Elijah, Enoch, 
stand with Red Letter Ministries. Just do it. Don't go into satanic captivity, please. Okay. So yeah, that's just about where we're at. We're working on getting Dominion here and uh, the powers. Then we can work on Dominion. So we're at powers now. The cool thing about these realms is if we can really establish our spirits here, there is an increase of power and authority. Exusia, what's the other one? Come on, worst students ever. What is it? What is it? <laughs> Dynam, di I can hear you guys. Dynamis, dynamo, dunamis. There, there. <laughs> Exusia and, and dunamis. You see? Amen. Amen. Worst student ever, glory. We're getting there. Study and destroy ourselves approved. Amen. Well, hopefully sometime we'll soon we'll get into the two by two apostolic of the heavens into the sun. The sun is an embattlement and the arc of our generation carried by the sun. Chariot Stephen's sermon with a glowing face exposing Remphon. Man Ah Pan and Molech. Okay, we just got those. I gotta throw this one in here just before we go. I gotta go, go soon so I can have dinner. But. And we have a feast prepared for us by the Lord Jesus Christ. I'm so excited for this. Uh, you might already know this, but this I thought was so interesting. Because, you know, when you know something in the spirit and then it kind of comes forth with the evidences. Rem found in Acts 7:43 in the Passion. Instead, you worshipped the god Moloch, and you carried his tabernacle. Not mine. You worshipped your star god Rephan, Remphan. You made idols with your hands and worshipped them instead of me. So now I will cast you into exile beyond Babylon. So that's the Saturn and Moloch that we talked about. Pan and Moloch. And Pan, as we've placed him over, you can see, is in that position of Saturn. And then Moloch, I mean, really, Satan is uh, represented by the owl, but we're using that because Moloch has kind of those looking, black looking version of those wings. So we're just using that there for now. It's not a perfect picture, but it's close. Pan and Moloch. You know, Moloch is the one he kind of hides with those dark wings and covers covers all his lust with religion. Like, you know, covers his lust with Satan's unconditional love, with counterfeit agape at the highest level. All that Venus stuff that we you have to overcome to get into the sun. At each side here at Jupiter and then at Neptune, it just is an exponential form of that. So you got to stay sharp because they're trying to get you out of the tree of life. So hate wickedness, hate false love overcome it get into the sun get it burn off of you otherwise you can't survive all right but you can i'm able to do all things through christ remind yourself daily i can do all things through christ who strengthens me but anyway yeah saturn and moloch uh they worship their god moloch and their star god remphon 
That's uh, Saturn and Saturn and Molech. That's Pan and Molech. And yeah, we can get into more of that next time. And the translations and all that. Their star god of Remphon. Their tabernacle of Molech. That's, uh, yeah, Saturn. Pan. Neptune. Molech. And, yeah. Has to do with tearing down their pillars of their idols. That's the... You know, if you go into the Hebrew Chaldee lexicon of their god Remphon, it just it talks about the image or the pillar of the uh, the god of the planet Saturn and the Israelite apostasy and stuff like that. And they talk about you've you know Amos Amos five twenty six in the KGB, but you've borne the tabernacle of Moloch and Chun. Chun. You can look that word up. C H I U N. Talking about Saturn, Molech, and Saturn, which is Molech and Pan. Okay. Exposing these, talking about being prepared, being ready, be ready to fight. Be prepared, be ready, because that's how the kingdom of God is going to be established. There's an establishment. That's at the next tier, the next level we're going to take over after the after these levels. After we cross through the bone throne. Oh yeah, that's going on. Alright, it's time for tacos. I love you guys. Hope you had an awesome weekend and a great start to your week. Be blessed, and we'll see you tomorrow.